You are listening to the Babe You've Got This podcast where you will receive mindset and business coaching that is designed for the everyday gal who has big goals and dreams and is craving that guidance, insight and reaffirmation for creating success in their life. This is episode number five where I am giving you the hardcore truth bombs about unconditionally loving yourself. There is a huge self-love movement on at the moment and I believe that people are easily misguided with what this actually means. So this episode is going to be deep, it might even trigger you and it is all a part of the process of unconditionally loving yourself. When we truly love ourselves, we accept ourselves and open ourselves up to receive more love and abundance. So get ready to open your mind and your heart as I share my story to unconditionally loving myself and overcoming that self-hate and negative self-talk. Just a reminder to hit subscribe so you are always in the loop when a new episode drops. I am so grateful that I can give you this time and content as you listen today and a reminder to leave a heart-filled review and five sparkly stars if you are listening through iTunes or leave your love-filled comment in the comment section below. By this process, you are contributing to the bigger vision and impact of inspiring and helping women just like you to grow their success and themselves and their mindset too. Don't forget to leave your Instagram handle below so we can give you a shout out and recognize your greatness too. All right, let's get started. Hey guys, I hope you're having the most amazing day. Um, I, before we get into the topic, I'm going to give a shout out to one of the beautiful, beautiful ladies who's left a review. Um, and it's been full of love and I want to give her a shout out and it's actually someone I have met in the last couple of months and she has she's the most beautiful beautiful soul her name is Natalie and she has left this amazing review that I'm going to read out to you because I can just feel the love and I'm so damn grateful for her kind and loving words so soul sister Nat has said Love this girl, so inspiring, raw, and speaks from the heart. Kim gives so much of herself to help others through her experiences. I absolutely love this. Thank you so much, Nat. I am so grateful we've connected and to receive this love. Um, we are all about love today. The topic is all about the L-O-V-E. <laughs> so I'm going to aim to keep this as simple as possible because love can just get so, well, it's a deep topic, right? Um, love, I genuinely believe love makes the world go round. It's that saying and it's so, so true. And oh, it's just, I just got so much to share with you because my, um, my biggest journey to get to where I am today with the mindset I have has honestly come down to truly loving or like growing that love I have for myself. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not at the point where everything, I love everything and I've hit that pinnacle and whatnot because I believe no matter where you are in your journey of self-growth, um, no matter how old you are, I, I genuinely believe um, you can always continue to love more and grow that love because if you're not growing, you're dying, right? It's, it's the same I totally believe it. It's all about growth. So I don't want to say that I've made it to the top. I've 
like I'm putting myself, I'm not putting myself on any kind of pedestal or anything like that. But I just want to share with you the process so far. Well, I'm going to share parts of it because if I shared you the whole process, we'd be here for like 10 hours. <laughs> and I don't even know if I could upload a 10 hour podcast, but no, it's not happening. We're not going to be here for that long, I promise you. So, what does unconditionally loving yourself mean? Well, let's backtrack a little bit, like self-love. There's a huge movement on at the moment, the self-love movement. And um, I genuinely, this is my Kim Truth Bomb badass opinion on it. I think it's been taken, the self-love movement had a, it's a cop-out. I'm just going to say it. I genuinely believe the big self-love, the hashtag self-love movement, especially through social media, is a big cop-out. Because what I am seeing, and I know you can see it too, is it's the girl having that slice of pizza and post who wants to live a healthy life but then takes a photo of herself having a slice of pizza, post hashtag self-love. Like I, um, what, what I see with this and what this means to me is they're saying it's okay to make bad choices because I love myself. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, if you like, you shouldn't do this. Like you shouldn't be posting hashtag, like saying your self love and doing things we know are not healthy for us, but it's more of a cop out. Like I believe if you truly, truly loved yourself, you wouldn't be putting the bad foods in your body or you wouldn't need to justify it on social media for other people to see. So I genuinely believe that the self-love movement, there are so many women out there and men, but look, I'm talking to the girls because I can relate to the girls, that we're using it as a cop-out. Now, if you're already getting triggered by this and thinking, no, that's not true, then you're probably the one, one of the people who are using it as a bit of a cop-out. So... I want to get the message and I want to get the, the meaning or the concept uh, straight. Like I'm not saying I'm right and the others are wrong. I'm just saying if you, if you keep an open mind and have a listen to all of this, that I know I make a lot of sense because I had to go through this realisation. So first of all, understand that the, self, the self-love movement, loving yourself is not about I know I do bad things. Well, I do things that are perceived wrong. Drinking alcohol. Usually um, it's a health thing, right? It's anything to do with like eating bad food, doing things that are detrimental to our body. It's not about, oh, it's okay if I do that as long as I love myself. It, it's not about using it as, as that um, excuse or the cop-out, right? And what does love actually mean? Love is the perfect balance of positive and negative. Um, it's a perfect balance. It's equal like and dislike. Love is the gratitude. And when you're in gratitude, you, you understand, you can see both sides. You can see the positive and the negative, the plus and the minus, and you are at peace. You are okay. So that is love. Some people, um, and I grew up thinking that love was all positive. Positive love is the same as like. It's all the plus, plus, plus. Um, love is not negative. No way. But when you polarize love, it's not love anymore. So what I think, what I'm trying to get out, and as you guys, you guys know me, I like to take a million words to explain something that could be done in one short sentence, but hey, that's my lovely brain, how it works. So see, look, now I just went on a tangent and lost my train of thought. So when you realize that the love is the balance, it is the positive and the negative, you can't be using 
um, can't be, be using self-love as a cop-out because what I guess we're trying to do is we're trying to find the positive in the negative of doing those unhealthy things and all that is doing is trying to reassure you that it's okay to make bad, not bad choices to your health and your mindset. So that's pretty much where we know that the self-love movement is. It, do you know what it is? It's your over, your, I'm going to say, you say you're overweight, but you are unhealthy. You've got the negative self-talk. You're not looking after yourself. You fluctuate between anxiety and depression. You got, you, it's really easy to see all the negative that's happening. But then you're like, I'm going to love myself today. So it is okay that I go and binge drink and get written off and go dance with my friends because, because it's okay. And that's me just switching off and giving myself some love. That's not it. That's not how it works. Purely because all you're doing is getting yourself caught up in a vicious cycle where you're going to keep doing that over and over again and you're going to have the cop out of it. Self-love, it's fine. Un so unconditionally loving yourself means you're not putting a condition on your love. It's not, I'm only going to love myself if I um, let myself get written off this weekend or I'm only going to love myself if I only eat fruits and vegetables and I never touch alcohol or processed foods or whatnot. So that's just my examples. Unconditionally loving yourself actually means that you completely love yourself for who you are right now. There doesn't need to be justification. Um, you're at such a space where when you unconditionally love yourself, you don't even talk about how much you love yourself or how much you're on a self-love journey. So hopefully that made sense <laughs> to you guys. So when I realized this, so as you can tell, when I'm on a bit of a tangent with that all. So un unconditionally loving yourself. This is the true self-love, right? Um, unconditionally loving yourself is understanding that you, there's a parts of you that you feel like are bad and you perceive a negative and you don't like, and there's parts about you that you do like, that you perceive a good that serve you. Now, this, this is the thing. <laughs> I always say that this is the thing you are always, always going to have the positively perceived and the negatively perceived personality traits until the day you die so what can happen is we and this was me and this is why I can say this so confidently is we are or I was a person who I would never accept the negative I couldn't accept that I had the negative personality traits about myself I would only want to be that positive person so what I was doing is I was polarizing it I was chasing the positive and not accepting the negative that's not love. I was not loving myself. And I guess why I'm saying this, it ties into the whole, the cliched self-love movement is people are just trying to chase the positive or make a positive out of everything and not allowing the negative to be a thing. They're just trying to cover it up. So let me make sure I say this so it makes sense to you guys and that it um, follows a bit of a um, story here. So. I was the person, so I'm going to, now I'm going to share the story side of things. I was the person who all through primary school and uh, so let me backdate, actually, let me backtrack. So as I said, unconditionally loving yourself. It's not about what you do. It's about the thoughts you have. So it comes, it all comes down to mindset, right? Um, 
and this is how it fits into the babe you've got this it's all mindset so unconditionally loving yourself meaning we are um we have a personality we have characteristics we have traits and qualities about ourselves every single person in the whole wide world shares the exact same personality traits and characteristics the difference between each of us is which we portray more um which shapes us more so on and so forth and how we actually portray those characteristic traits for example um we can all be shy some people are more shy than others the person who's super outspoken like myself there are many of times where i am ridiculously shy however compared to someone who is dominantly shy um you wouldn't put me as a shy person because that other person displays that characteristic more throughout their life but when you look at the bigger picture we all have shyness in us same as being um obnoxious we all have that level of being obnoxious there's the people who portray it more so you would categorize them as an obnoxious person than the person who isn't but they still have that quality and characteristic inside of them so understanding what we want what you want to be doing to unconditionally love yourself is understanding you we have or we have negatively perceived so what you would categorize as negative and what you would categorize as positive characteristic traits within us and what happens when people don't unconditionally love themselves they don't want to admit or take ownership of the negative traits inside of them they don't want to see it as it's of service to them. They feel like the only way I can love myself is only focusing on the positive things that I portray. Now, my story is I was that person who all through primary school, all through high school, I was bossy. I was very good at being bossy. I was controlling. I was loud and I was obnoxious. I didn't listen. So I had all these negative they, these are all my negatively perceived traits right i hated this stuff about me i hated that i was bossy i would piss people off people didn't want to be my friend so i built up this story and belief that if i portray these negative um negatively perceived characteristics um people aren't going to like me now on the positive side i was i was confident i i, I believe being loud is a positive thing um, I was smart. I always wanted to, I'd, I'd be a leader. I would take charge of things and help things run smoothly. Um, yeah, I've said I was intelligent. Like I liked being smart. Um, I liked being top of the class. I was caring. Like, well, I am <laughs> just thinking back in my uh, childhood days. I was very caring friend. I was very committed and very committed and loving. Um, and yeah. So I'll leave it with that. So I had these negatively perceived traits about myself that if I, every time that I would be bossy or controlling or obnoxious or arrogant, um, egotistical, people didn't like me. So I thought, well, I can't have these qualities and characteristics because I'm not going to have any friends. I'm not going to be liked by others. So I started to try and hide these characteristics. And every time, and I, I started to really hate myself when, a friend or a loved one would tell me you're being like this Kim and I'm like no I'm not I'm not like that it's not what I intended no 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 and I really started to condemn myself for having these qualities and it really put me into a place of 
like I just did not love myself. I couldn't handle that uh, I had these characteristics. And I started really not liking other people who portrayed the same um, characteristics. So I hated other people who were bossy. I hated it when I was around other bossy people, other obnoxious people, other egotistical people, because I'd be like, well, I'm not like that. So I hate being around those people. I can't believe they're like that. And then, uh, yeah, and the reason I'm speaking mainly on the negative because we all know we have the positive and we all love the other the people who we think portray positive characteristics and traits, right? So this was my whole life growing up and it wasn't until I was about, oh, when was it, 24, 25? And I... I laugh because I, I had the realization that the reason I do not love myself is I haven't learned to love every single part of myself. I did some personal development courses. I did one of the MJB seminar courses if um, my personal development coaches, I love them. So you can look them up, MJB seminars. They run some epic life-changing and transformational courses, which led me to realizing like unconditionally loving who I am. So long story short, when I learned to unconditionally love myself, I had to realize and accept that Kim, you're a bossy person. Kim, you are a controlling person. Kim, you are outspoken, you are egotistical, you are obnoxious. And I had to take a look and see how this has actually served me in my life. And I just got like hit by I'm all about talking about that I get hit by a tsunami of um love for myself right it just hit me like a tsunami it's my I was talking about it in another podcast I'm like it's just an analogy I made up and I'm just gonna roll with it sounds cool to me so I realized I was like shit I would never want to change any of that stuff about myself I used to hate it I hated I wanted to change I didn't want to be the bossy person I didn't want to be the loud person um, and all that jazz and it's because I didn't love and accept that about myself is why I always had other people condemning me for it well me thinking that they're condemning me for it but really all they were reflecting is the condemning I was doing inside myself and I was trying to um, well yeah condemn I can't think of another word right now ever since I decided when I, I had the realization that fuck Actually loving who I am has served me so much and I owned it. And to this day now, and my friends know this, that I fucking love that I'm bossy. I love that I'm controlling. I love that I can be, um, like I can be, have a high ego, um, have a big ego. I can be loud. I love it because it serves me so much and it makes me who I am. And, and the second I started loving and accepting this about myself, I never, I stopped copying the condemning from other people. So in the last few years, not once has anyone of my loved ones or people around me condemned me for being this way. And whenever something has kind of tickled to the surface where someone made a comment, they've never condemned it, they've made a comment and I could tell, like, oh, they've made a comment about how bossy I can be. All that is is a reflection in themselves because they haven't learned to love that they have a bossy side inside of them too. So I'm going to talk about this on another episode to go deeper into it. But the, if anyone ever frustrates you, 
right? They're, you're getting frustrated at them by a, a way they're acting or a characteristic trait that they're portraying. It's not the person that's frustrating you. It's that characteristic trait. And all that is doing is they are just reflecting back in you a part of yourself that you haven't accepted and started to love. So I know that could trigger you, right? Because you could have a parent, a partner, a best friend. It's usually the closest people to you. That, and that's why they're in your life. They're there to teach you love and to love that part about yourself. And you might want, you, I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but I love this because when I learned this, it made so much sense. So you might have your best friend and there's a part of her that just fucking pisses you off, right? It could be that she doesn't listen. She doesn't actually, I have a friend. <laughs> she listens to this. I have a friend that just doesn't listen. And I'm like, you never fucking listen to me. Oh my God. And it would be frustrating. And then I realized, because I'm telling myself, I always listen to people. I am I'm a good listener. So what I'm doing is I'm polarizing. I'm saying that she's not a good listener and I am. When you polarize, you take it out of love. You put it, someone is a negative and you put yourself as a positive. But all that's actually happening is when I look at that person and see the frustration, it's I haven't stopped to look and be like, Kim, where have you been a shitty listener? Where have you not listened and not, um, you know, cared for someone in that way and taken the time to not make it about you and to make it about them and just stop and absorb what they're saying. And when you realize this, it's like, ah, oh, I've been that person too. They're not actually trying to be a shit listener to me, right? All they're doing is just reflecting an unloved part of myself. So if you're getting triggered, my point of that, if you're getting triggered by this, if there's someone that you feel like frustrates you, it's because you won't own that part about yourself yet. And the, 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 trick is or how to start looking at I can say all this and you're like yeah but Kim how do you start to love yourself and like this is a process it's not going to happen overnight guys this takes time but stop take a breath and look back into your however long you've been alive look back into your last 20 30 35 whatever old age you are how many years you've been on this planet can you think of a time and place where you have portrayed that quality or characteristic so if it's been a shitty listener, where have you been in your life like that? Now, it might not be to the same degree, but it's, it's still the same quality. And when you realize that you are that person too, you don't have a right to condemn the other person for being that perceiving, uh, portraying that negative quality because by condemning them, you're condemning yourself. And that's not unconditionally love, uh, unconditional love. Unconditional love is when you can truly see both sides and understand that you have both positive and negative traits and if you get shitty at someone it's just because you haven't learned to love that about yourself go back to a time and a place in your life where you have had to portray that quality and you look at how does it serve you in that time it's a fucking great quality to have you might think it's bad right now but it has served you so back to the whole, my thing has been bossy and controlling because they were the things that I was condemned the most for growing up and it was just me condemning myself until I took ownership of them and realized if I wasn't a bossy person, I would not be a great leader. I would never have made, um, promoted through all my different jobs that I've done, going to management kind of roles. If I, was, um, if I wasn't bossy, I wouldn't be where I am in my business. If I wasn't controlling, I wouldn't have the lifestyle that I have now because by being controlling, I get to make those decisions for myself of how I want my life to look, how I want my business to run. B 
being controlling is a fucking incredible quality to have. And the second I learned to love this about myself, I've never been condemned for it. And, and the thing is, it doesn't, doesn't mean that I go around being bossy and controlling and just like dumping all that on other people. It's because I've learned to love it about myself and accept it. I, I ooze more love. I vibrate more love out. So when I am being these, these characteristics, I'm doing it from a place of love. So the person or the people or the situation that I'm displaying bossiness and being controlling, it is done from love. So there is no polarization. There is no me thinking I'm all positive, being all bossy, and the person I'm talking to t being all negative, uh, taking it as a negative and putting me in a negative picture. So I hope that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense to me. And it does, it just gets your brain thinking. And I think that's what I really want to do is get your brain thinking of what unconditional love is. Now, this is the stuff I've worked on. The stuff I haven't worked on, I want to touch base on this because I actually had this realization this morning and I'm so grateful that this happened because I was like, oh my gosh, this is why I'm getting frustrated because I still get frustrated and it's usually at the people who are closest in my life. Parents, um, my partner still frustrates me, parents-in-laws, oh my gosh, you know, they're always the ones that stereotypically frustrate us the most, right? So it was, this is what frustrates me. And I'm going to go in another podcast deeper about this because it's to do with money and it's just, this is a whole nother can of worms. And I have, I, I could do another whole half an hour podcast on this, but I was getting frustrated with someone in close in my life that all they do is complain that they don't have any money. They always say they're broke. They never have this. And that personality in people frustrates me. Why? Because I used to be that person. And I have done so much work on myself and you have heard my story in other podcasts where I've had to get, to, I got myself to a place where I'm like, I do have money. I've changed my mindset. And it was this morning where I was, so I've been doing the personal development stuff now for many years. And I was like, fuck, why is that frustrating me? And I realized, Kim, you have put yourself in a plus, plus, plus position where you believe now that you do not complain about being broke and you do not complain about not having money because you've had to get yourself out of that. So you're putting the people and especially this person, this family member who um, complains that they never have any money, you're putting them in the negative. So you're putting your, yourself on the pedestal and you're putting them in the pit and you're condemning them for something and it's frustrating you when I'm like, I actually still have that quality. I always will have that quality inside myself. And it is, I can look back on times that even though I don't use the verbiage, I'm broke. Um, I've learned to not use that because if whatever you say, you believe. If I say I'm broke, I'm going to be broke. And I have more money than I've ever had in my life. However, there are still moments and there is still that part of me, like Daniel and I won't go, he's my husband, we won't go and do things. I'll be like, no, we don't have enough money for that right now. Or we don't have any, like I'm still being that person, but at a different level. And I realized, shit, I have to love them. I have to love them and not get frustrated at it because if I get frustrated, I'm not loving myself for being that because I don't want to own it inside myself because I've portrayed it, I've perceived it as a negative thing. And the minute I polarize it, the, the minute that I'm taking myself of, out of unconditional love. So I've had a bit of unconditional love this morning and a bit of gratitude on. These people are in my life 
doing these things that are frustrating me because they're teaching me that, Kim, I have it with inside myself and I have to be okay with it. If I want to truly love myself and not have shitty, stressy, frustrated energy, I have to accept this and I do accept it because there are times when like right now, what's stopping me and Daniel from packing up and going on this, um, we're buying, we're going to Europe next year and let's buy Europe flights. We need to do it. And I'm like, yep, there's not, we don't have enough money in our savings account, for our travel savings account for that yet. So we've just come off the end back of a big travel trip. So in my, that's me being that person of, we can't afford it right now. And that's the verbiage that I fucking hate because that's who I used to be. And I, I'm looking back and that's saying I never used to love my old self, but I have to love my old self to love the self I am now because I'm still the same person. I just have more love for myself. So as you can see, like I, that's the stuff I still have stuff to work on. There's always like you'll go through your life and you'll have moments where you have so much unconditional love for yourself. No one's triggering you. And then you're going to have that week where you feel like every fucking Tom, Dick and Harry is triggering you. You see something on social media that's triggering you, but you're condemning them. You have your best friend do something and that's triggering you, but you're condemning them, right? All you're doing is condemning yourself and these come into your life as lessons to teach you unconditional love. It's a work in progress, but it's, it's, it's progress. So the person, if you do this and if you can look back in your life right now and see that you know you've grown and you've got more love for yourself in certain areas. Look at the areas where you feel like you can't take ownership for. Like if you, and I talk to people who they're like, oh, I really don't like, my friend's really pissing me off right now because she's just being so flaky. She's all talk and no action. All she does is over promise and under deliver. Like she always bails on me. She, we always have, we all have this friend, right? Who she always commits to like a catch up and last minute bails. And the reason you get frustrated is you genuinely don't believe I've been there too. I, and I have had that where I generally haven't believed that I'm never a friend that bails. However, there has been times where I bail, but I feel like I've done it in a different way or something more important has come up that it's okay. But to my friend, I just bailed on. They're probably thinking for fuck's sake, Kim, you just bail on me again. You do this all the time. So can you see how it's perception? Perception is another one of my upcoming podcast topics. So it's all perception and how you, how you perceive it. And when you truly start to accept the negative and positive that you traits that you think that you believe you have, we all have them. We all have every single trait that's out there in the world. Um, when you start to fully accept and love it, you actually get less, you won't be as triggered by other people because you're so happy and content with who you are. It's a work in progress. It's like going to the gym. You've got to work the self, you've got to work the self-love muscle. So to me, self-love, the self-love movement, I believe, needs to be more of unconditional love and acceptance of who you are and the qualities and characteristics that you have. And the more that you accept it and take ownership and take responsibility, when you start putting it out there on the social media. It's not the cop out hashtag self love. It's actually empowering and inspirational for other people too. But you're not actually even needing to post about it. You're not even needing that gratification from other people um, and the likes and the comments because you're so fucking content with where you are right now. So I challenge you. I challenge you to take some time and have a look in your life at who's someone close to you who's either pissing you off right now or has something about them 
that pisses you off. So for example, I love Daniel so much. I unconditionally love him. He's amazing. He's my rock. He's, he's, I just love him. But one of the things that to this day will still piss me off is I feel like he can be really irresponsible. And the second that this comes up now, the second, if he does something and I'm just like, why are you being like this? I'm like, Kim, what is he being? He's being irresponsible. Stop. Where have you been in your life that you've been irresponsible? And I have to stop and look because I believe I'm not irresponsible. But when I go back and have a look, I'm like, I have been to a degree. I have been. And then it makes me realize that, no, I'm loving him. He's not, he's just reflecting something in me. So now the hard thing of this is you can actually be in a position where you love to feel frustrated at someone. If you are enjoying the frustration and the anger, I don't know that sounds weird, but you are. If you, if you think of someone, say to your mum, our parents are our biggest triggers because they're here to teach us. Just like we're their biggest tri- triggers, we're here to teach them. If you can think of a quality or trait that your mum has that just pisses you off, but you can't get to a point where you can see yourself portraying that at some point in your life, it's because you're enjoying being pissed off at them. And if you're, there's a part of you that likes it. The second you like, you go to like or dislike, you're polarizing. When you come to a space of love, you bring the like and dislike together and see both sides and understand and you're grateful. So recognize this. So anyway, that's your task. That's what I challenge you to do. Um, If you do it, pop it in the comments, leave it in the review. Um, I know if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can leave some comments below. And if you've tried this exercise, like share with me, like what is it? Or share this on your Instagram or Facebook that you've been listening and and, um, tag the babe you've got this um instagram in it and share like who is it in your life or you don't have to say who you know just to keep it private but what is the quality that someone has that pisses you off and when have you realized that oh my gosh i've been that annoying person i've been that controlling person i've been that bitchy person right and then and if you truly want to love yourself you're going to accept it and that that's my challenge for you from this episode it is not easy guys it is not easy this has taken me to get where I am so much work, but I had to start somewhere. And when you truly love who you are, you attract more love in. You're accepted more. People want to be around you. People love your energy. You love your energy. You love life more, right? You're not going to suffer anxiety and depression because you're going to be in a state of love and gratitude. Anxiety and depression is just polarizing your emotions. So I've talked for long enough and I think it's gone over the 30 minutes. Um, I really hope I'm going to leave you with that. Please get in contact. If you have any more questions, go do the work on yourself, you know, and I do want to just drop in that my beautiful brand, the wellness girl co that I get to work a part of We're a community of um, we're an online community of wellness loving women who get to share the message. We get paid to get to share the message of health and wellness and have our own voice and create some independence, some in confidence, um, extra income. So we're contributing financially even more to our life and our family. And this is one of the things that I get, I'm so grateful that I get to coach the beautiful new ladies who come in to the brand and get to work with me. I coach them through this because when it comes to business guys or work or your career, it's, it's you. As you grow, your career grows. As you grow, your business grows. As you have more love and acceptance and raise your vibration, it reflects through your business and your career. So this is why we do this coaching in the Wellness Girl Code 
and this is why I love coaching women from my experiences and the work I've done is because they deserve to grow too. So if, you know, I'm going to plug it because you might be listening to this information. You're like, oh, I want more. I need some more guidance. Then reach out. Um, let's have a chat. You can contact me through the Wellness Girl Co website and obviously through Instagram. My Instagram's always at the bottom in the um, event, uh, in the description, plus the baby you've got this one and share this. Yeah, don't forget to share, leave a review. How many people do you know in your life right now that needs to hear this? Um, that needs some to, this, to hear this love so they can love themselves themself more and get themselves out of bad space or a polarized space. And okay, I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for you. And yeah, have the most amazing rest of your day, your week. And I always been, I've been leaving it with a little bit of a peace out, homies. At the, at the moment. So peace out, homies. Talk to you guys on the next episode.